What's up, people out there? Welcome to your weekly podcast of Hoops Hunting with Coach Ken Hunter and my guy, Coach Levi. Um, we're going over the weekly scout this week, and um, we're going to put our finger on some of the top games um, at each level. Um, you know, Coach Levi, what you want to start off with, man? Hey, Coach, good to talk with you as always. Uh, looking forward to it. Let's start with the preps level, Coach. Uh, what are we looking at in regards to the high school game? What tournament should we be seeing? What players are standing out to you? Oh, man, there's a lot of huge tournaments going on. Um, the two biggest probably in the country is the Damien Classic um, at Damien High School in California. Um, and then also Torrey Pines um, down here in San Diego, the beautiful San Diego area. Um, you know, it's a ton of schools um, from all over the country here. Um, I think some of the better names that's down at Damien um, include Bosco, um, who's playing really well. They're coming off a trip um, from Hawaii. Um, got some big-time players on that team. Um, Brandon McCoy in particular, who's probably, um, regardless of um, – what class, maybe the best point guard in the country at 6'6". Um, Y'all seen him all summer and all offseason working out with LeBron and Paul George and um, different people, man, throughout his process, man. I got to meet him this summer, um, talk with the young fella, Sam, and um, he's an amazing talent, amazing basketball mind. Um, and he surrounded himself with a very good in inner circle, man. And so um, I'm looking forward to see how his career progresses uh, from this point on, you know. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to watching that Bosco team. It's a number of Division One prospects on that team. Yeah. Um, the kid, Luke Turner, who who's a kind of combo guard. Um, he's committed to um, Loyola, Chicago, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you know, he's really good, man. Um, they got a yep. six, seven kid, um, LZ, LZ is, um, top 100 kid in the country, has a ton of schools recruiting. Um, okay. so, you know, they, they playing some really good basketball right now, man. And, um, I always get out to watch them live a couple of times a year. Um, very well coached, very well coached team. Yep. Um, you know, so. It's teams like that that's playing all over. Um, me personally, I'm, I'm at the Damien. I mean, I'm at um, Torrey Pines. I've been at Torrey Pines all last night watching games. Um, watched Carlsbad High School versus Bishop O'Dowell. And, man, it was a very high-level game, man, very high-level. Um, got to watch the, the new kid that just committed to Pepperdine, um, Joel Martin. Um, and he's a super talent, man. About 6'9", um, long, slinky frame, jumps out the gym, mm -hmm. um, puts it on the floor. He can shoot it with range, great touch, great feel, and his motor was amazing last night. Um, playing a high-level Bishop O'Dowell team who got some good kids. They self look like some good Division One prospects. Um, so it's been a big weekend for high school basketball here out in Southern California and across the nation throughout. Man, well, Coach, if we know anything, we know that you're out there on the recruiting trail somewhere. So let me rewind you real quick. Uh, St. John mm -hmm. Bosco, uh, mm -hmm. I was fortunate to coach against them one time a couple years ago, and they beat the brakes off us, man. They're a great program. 
uh, run everything at a really high level, starting with their strength and conditioning. Those They got full-grown kids over there. Oh, um, and what I love about them, man, is they don't duck anybody. They play everybody on their schedule. You know, right. you go you go watch them, and chances are they're playing against a quality opponent, so that's nice. The uh, the kid you liked at Bosco, what was his name again? Brandon McCoy, junior. Okay, Brandon McCoy, only a junior. Yeah, um, he's. I think he's. I think he's a sophomore. Uh, if I oh, understand. okay. Yeah, he's either okay. a sophomore or junior, or a junior. But man, that kid, his gift. He's he's like a six six. Man, I can't even describe because he's a mixture of a lot of guys, man. Um, okay. Because he's so smooth and athletic with the ball. He can shoot it at all three levels. He can finish um, in traffic and, and, and through bigger people. He dunks on you. Um, you know, really gifted kid, man. And then he's unselfish, super unselfish. He um, lets the coach coach him. Um, they, yeah. you know, they play within the system. He's, um, you know, real easy. I'm just watching um, when his coach is talking to him and how he's looking his coach in the eyes and, you know, how he communicates with his teammates. So, um, you know, he's he's got a bright future, man. If he can stay healthy um, the rest of the way um, and then go to college and stay healthy, I, I don't think it I don't think it matters with a guy like him where he goes to school next. Um, you know, you got all the big dogs, the Dukes and Kansas, um, all yeah. over them. Um, but that kid is a generational talent for sure. That's what it's looking like. So they, they got him listed at 6'4", 170. So he's got great size for the position. Looks wow. like UCLA is hot on him, according to this. Wow. Um, but, I mean, obviously you love his game for good reason. Kid's nationally ranked for with good evidence on why he should be. Let me ask you, though, in terms of – like, Coach, you've had some great point guards over the years mm-hmm. and have had the chance to mentor a lot. You've you've worked with a lot of high school talents. What's the hardest thing for a point guard transitioning to the college game? Is it change of pace? Is it physicality? Feel What, what do you see that is a lot of these freshmen come into with challenges? Um, the hardest thing, I think, uh, for a freshman point guard, um, the first thing is knowing how hard – that you have to go every day. Um, and then how much focal point is on you as a leader. Um, you know, um, you're the coach on the floor. So um, you have to be an example every possession of what the coach wants um, both ways. And then a lot of times coming from high school, um, a lot of talented guys, they aren't required to play as hard defensively because they're so talented offensively. And so when they get to college, man, you know, it's a whole different ball game. Everybody is strong, fast, athletic, um, and gifted in some type of way, shape, or form. Um, so just the scheduling is different. Being in a weight room is different for some kids. Um, some of these kids don't even lift during high school. Um, yeah. They're genetically gifted, and they never touch a weight, and um, people be scared to challenge them. Um, so you get – to some of these places where coaches really challenge you, uh, it's a lot. You know, it's a culture shock for a lot of kids, and that's why you see sometimes these five and four stars they get to their um, destination, and it's tough for them to crack the lineup. You know, um, yep. they had come in with all this praise and all this hype, and you know, it's really really tough because 
they're being challenged physically and mentally for the first time, you know, and so it's a lot, you know, and so um, that's the biggest thing. And, and then taking on a role of having leadership and really learning how to use your voice the right way, um, how to communicate the right way. Because um, sometimes in high school, you don't always have to communicate because you're the best player and you're just dominating. And that's an example. Um, but when you get to the college level, man, it's all about communication. It's all about relaying things the right way, um, using your voice um, where your teammates, you know, really know what you want and what you're trying to do, um, what the coaches are asking. And then the playbook is huge, you know. That yep. playbook sometimes, you know, in certain situation, you, you're talking 40 to 50 plays sometimes when in high school you – you maybe ran five plays, if that, you know. Yeah. So it's a huge difference. Um, you know, I just know a lot of guys, um, especially ones that I mentored, um, they, it was just a commitment to doing everything at a high level, at a high standard, being on time, not being late, um, community events, this, weight room, track, conditioning, um, study hall, you know, um, because they want you to be on campus immediately as soon as you graduate from high school. And then June, the first um, summer semester is starting, and they want you to enroll in the strength and conditioning stuff and get on pace and start learning your playbook. So it's a lot of study and learning. And then you got whatever class workload you have to take. So mm-hmm. it's a lot, man. It's new. And then some kids not physically ready, so you on some type of eating program. Um, on top of the weight program, and you got to learn how to put more calories in your body than you ever been asked before. So that's an investment. So it's a whole mental process, Coach. No, Coach Well said. Now let me ask you, though, in regards to the playbook with McCoy, Mm -hmm. is there a certain type of system you think he would particularly develop well in? Is there a certain program you'd like to see him go to in terms of just play style? Um, you know, I would love to see him stay home, um, whether it's UCLA, USC, um, just so he can play in front of his people a lot. Um, you know, but I think, um, you know, with a guy like that, man, it really doesn't matter because he can play slow. He can play fast. It, it, it would be more exciting to see him play in a fast system. Um, someone who, you know, likes to run and really get up and down. Um, So, you know, your Kentuckys, your Kansas, your Dukes, they love playing fast and physical. Um, So, of course, it would be exciting to see him in that. Um, Even your USC's, you know, um, Mm -hmm. they love to get up and down and um, probably with surrounding with shooters like they um, doing with Isaiah Collier. Um, You know, that would be a good spot. Um, But, you know, it's it's a lot of choices out there, man. And, um, you know, it's it's wide open more than ever, you know, it's no dominant teams anymore. You know, you usually have like two or three dominant teams, um, you know, but with this NIL stuff, man, it, it, it it's really shortened the gap. And so um, anybody can win it just about now, you know, yeah. um, and you saw that last year with that Florida Atlantic run, you know, and you see it almost every year, you know, every year in the last 10 years. Uh, you've been seeing these runs by these mid-majors um, that's unprecedented, you know? So yeah. that's been interesting to watch, man. So a kid like that, man, 
I think he can go anywhere, play anywhere, um, and have a huge impact right away. Now, Brandon McCoy, uh, St. John Bosco, definitely a kid we got to keep an eye on. So appreciate you on that, Coach. Now, in regards to the college game, who, who are you looking at? What are you seeing in the junior college game out here in California? Anybody that comes to mind? Oh, yeah, man. The team in California to beat is West Valley. Um, it's no doubt they're head and shoulders above everybody else right now. Um, they have arguably the best player in, in California and maybe the nation. Um, and, you know, and he's um, he's been he's committed to Santa Clara. Um, he's really, really, really gifted. Um, six, 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 seven. Can play wing, can play inside with his back to the basket. I mean, me and you seen him firsthand because um, we've played him what four times in the last two years, uh, whether it was regular season or scrimmage, and um, you just get better and better every time you see him. Um, it feels like more than four. <laughs> right, right. His like name more. is Elijah uh, Mahi. Um, yep. Um, he's a Florida kid that's out of, I think, believe um, somewhere in Canada originally. Mm -hmm. um, but um, this is what impressed me the most about the kid. Um, I remember when we played him at West Valley in a regular season, and, and we really, you know, escaped with a big-time win. But after the win, you know, we're, we're getting ready to get on the bus and, um, you know, go do what we do. And here's this kid on a shooting machine, just shooting, you know, for for rep after rep after rep. And we were there like an hour, and he was there just really getting it in, sweating, you know, really putting in real work. And I knew then, I said, this kid is going to be special, you know. Yeah. Um, this kid just lost. He had a huge game, and he was on that gun and really putting in work and going through a full – fledged game type environment workout. So that was real impressive to me. Um, and anytime I see guys that's willing to go that extent, you know, I know that it, they're going to have a special year and they're going to be a special, special um, prospect and recruit. Agreed coach. You know, so Elijah Mahi out of uh, West Valley college, he's six, six uh, out of Toronto, Canada. Currently right now, coach, he's averaging just under 16 points per game. 52% from the floor, 46% from three, uh, in addition to averaging 7.5 boards and 5.2 assists per game. So the kid can, I mean, really well-rounded, can do it all. He's a great mix of physicality and force, as well as just always on balance, man. Like, when we've played against him, and we've had some great defenders that were throwing at him, he just seems to always be on the attack and yet under control. So right. big fan of that kid, and I think he'll do great at the next level. Right. Um, in regards to uh, four-year level, man, what are you looking at? Any big games this week? I know we got we got uh, Creighton Marquette coming up. You got your eye on that one? Oh, yeah, man. Creighton Marquette is a great matchup. Uh, yeah. You got Shaka Smart versus Coach McDermott, man. That's going to be huge and big time. Um, and they both want to get up and down. Um, you know, I happen to know guys on both staffs and, um, you know, mentor one of the guys on Marquette staff, my guy DeAndre Haynes, shout out to him, Detroit Southwest kid. Um, you know, so he, you know, he really gets those guys and develop them, uh, really get them playing at a high level. 
Um, but the matchup's going to come down to the inside, man. They both have big kids who are legit NBA prospects, man, and um, can do some things, man. They put that ball in a basket. And so, um, you know, I've watched Marquette a couple times this year, including when they played uh, my guys at Ryder, um, and they really got after them, man, really, hit, really, really play hard and physical. Um and share the ball really well. And Creighton does the same thing. Creighton try to beat you with pace and length and size. Um, you know, you got seven footers and 16 guys out there pulling threes and, you know, putting it on the floor and, and really skilled. So um, I'm expecting a big time matchup, man, and two co coaches who want to punch you in the mouth and, and get after you and, and physically get after you on top of it. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be like the NCAA sweet, you know, Elite Eight, Sweet 16 game. You know, nobody going to want to lose, and they going to fight to the to the last possession. Yep. No, it should be a really physical game. And then, Coach, how do you like uh, Tyler Kolick's game? I believe I'm saying that yeah. right, but Marquez point guard. No, I love him, man. I, I think he was a really, really good pickup. Um, he pushes pace. Um, he's real smooth in pick and roll basketball, man. Um, he just finds the right guy at the right time. Then he gets he gets after you defensively, man. And so, um, like I said, that's going to be a heavyweight title fight, man. And nobody's going to want to lose that battle. And so, um, and he's a great extension of what that coaching staff is, you know. Um, yeah. You know, so we, I mean, you know, we in for a good one, man. It's going to be some really good basketball going on. Um, these next couple of weeks at every level. Agreed, agreed. And then just in regards to the pro game, I think uh, we kind of got to touch base on Minnesota and what we're oh. seeing over there and just Gobert's kind of finding his niche, finding his role and how they seem to all put it together. But what's your yeah. take on them? You think they're, they're the real deal? I love this Minnesota team, man. They, um, to me, it's no surprise, you know. Um, you know, we all knew what Anthony Edwards was and was going to end up being, and he's living up to that. Um, but I think the key to it was developing the the glue pieces, you know, the McDaniels, um, the Nas Reeds, the guys like that that's come to have a chip on their shoulder too. Like, hey, we can play too, man. And, and, and so that's impressive to me. Um, you know, they, they really lock guys up. That length and that quickness and that that strength they have, and then the back line they have uh, with Rudy Gobert and um, my, my guy Carl Anthony Towns, uh, you know, who comes out here and work out in the off season in, in Los Angeles, um, and I've you know been a part of that a little bit. Uh, you know, it's, it's special to see, man. The thing is going to be, you know, can they hold up? Um, can they stay injury free? Um, can they contain this high level of basketball they're playing? Um, because we all know some of the veteran teams, they kind of slow poke their way into the season and, and work their way into shape, and then they really pick it up. Um, so when those guys start picking it up, can this young nucleus keep it together and, and really keep playing at this high level? Um, you know, because you got teams like the Grizzlies, they coming, um, Jai's back, and they're going to be coming. Um, when Phoenix gets healthy, they're going to be coming. Um, the Clippers are already coming. You know, the Lakers are right there. Yeah. Um, I mean, the West is, is loaded, bro. 
it's it's just loaded. Um, and that that um them standards gonna change so much. Um, but right now the dominant team looks like Minnesota, you know. So yeah, um, I'm real. Can't wait to see how they, you know, finish it off. And, uh, you know, by the time we hit that all-star break, um, see if they still lead the pack and, you know, can they get some separation? Can they pull away? Yeah, and I think they've, you know, we always knew they had that defensive upside once they brought in Gobert. There's just so much size, length, quickness over there. Um, it really just came down to could they find a rhythm of how to fit these pieces offensively? You know, oh, so no. that the stops they were getting actually mattered. Um it's been fun to watch. We'll see if it holds up, but it's been a lot of fun this part. Right, right. Yeah, man, it's definitely been fun to watch. And, um, you know, Anthony Edwards said he's trying to be that dude, and he's proven it, man, every night after night. Um, I think this is the most consistent we've seen him, you know. Um, and so – and then the other thing that helps is he's actually picked it up defensively. Um, I don't think he gets enough credit for how hard he plays on the defensive end and, um, you know, helping that front line um, with that back line. And it's, you know, it's been real, real interesting to see, man. And, um, shout out to McDaniels. I know he trained in the Ford Parks. You know, he's come to Cali every year. And I've watched him since him and his brother um, both was at San Diego State and did their things, man. I mean, uh, you know, one at San Diego State, one at Washington. I'm sorry. But they both come out here and train with Clint, man, in the offseason. Um, and they actually trained at Crespi High School this offseason, um, who's off to a 15-1 and one start. Shout uh, out to Crespi High School, man. My boy Derek Fisher over there getting some things done. Um, got some real good talent over there. Um, and, you know, they're going to be interesting to watch, man. I'm sorry to go back to the high school stuff, but, you know, I love that level, man. And, you know, it's kind of perfect time to, you know, kind of blend them in. But, um, no, man, this Minnesota team, man, it's going to be real interesting um, to see who they really are and what they really can be. Um, and they got some playoff experience last year. Um, I think really helped their confidence and showed them what they could be, you know. And um, I think they, you know, Carl Anthony Towns, man, he really started to, you know, become a better leader and, and step it up and, you know, lead some of them young guys and, you know, I think a lot of them took it personal and got really, really better in all season. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it's just coming together beautifully. So, you know, can't wait to see the end product, man. Well, Coach, thank you again, man. We appreciate you sharing the knowledge on the Weekly Scout. I know we got to get ready for our game here in a minute. We play in a few hours. But uh, anything before we get out of here? Oh, man, just, you know. Um, y'all stay tuned in. Uh, we just started the IG page. Um, y'all go follow us on us. You know, we're going to have a ton of um, basketball minds on the podcast, man. And, uh, you know, we just look forward to, you know, having a blessed and successful season. Perfect. Well, everybody, thank you for listening. We appreciate your time. Coach, have a good one, man. All right. Definitely, Levi. Appreciate you.